What are you doing? What are you I'm doing? Come on. He never let a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe. And what position did you play, I mean, really? Receiver? Adam Kay, the brewmeister. I get a producer credit in the film. I get a pre-private screening with the entire cast and crew. Things like that. Yeah. I get flown out to a premiere. And the lovely Lady M. He yeah. just showed me he has an indent in his finger from holding yeah. his phone. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. think i've seen him have so much fun in, in such a while i don't think i've ever seen him smile as much as i saw him smile uh, he did you not see him spinning me around dancing and, I and doing the cha-cha moment but i actually thought i was like hallucinating i uh, he apparently you might have been. no no it was actually right here you were yeah and it might have happened yeah he yeah. said just let me lead just let me lead and he just that, started she, twirling she is me. a terrible she is that's the problem with no 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 i wasn't going to say that oh <laughs> just you weren't giving that great either. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I am a fantastic dancer. Oh. He did look like he had a Dancing with Stars movie. He had. He won like in high school, like one dancer like of drama class or something. What was the award? Hold on, hold on. That was a fake thing that John made up. Oh. I was gonna say a man had a story there. It was a it was a fake thing John made up, and then I added on to the joke last. What was the fake thing he made up? The fake thing that he made up was like, so uh, apparently you were uh, Miss Congeniality or something, or you, what, like you won some salsa competition in high school. Was like, no, but I did win a couple of uh, swing dancing competitions. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember much of it, but that was something along those lines. Yeah. Well, yeah, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm here, ready to rock and roll. You saw the DD last night. Yeah. DD, DD. You know. Adam's always my movie reference guy. Do you know what DD is from? Uh, what film? Yes. No. DD. You know what DD means? Disappointed Dunsky. Why still, that, what? Why, what does that it. mean? Disappointed Dunsky? Yeah. Well, it's not a good thing, but that's not why I call them DD. I just came off the top oh. of my head for Duncan. But oh. since I made the movie reference now, Disappointed Dunsky, so nobody? Still I love that it. guy. <laughs> I love that guy, too. Huh? Still missing it. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, anybody out there listening who knows what movie reference DD stands for Disappointed Dunsky comes from, we'll have a special KMA prize for you. Give us a call at 
9960. Willie Herrera, you know what DD stands for? <laughs> See, the, I'm not the only one. In the house, Willie Herrera from Esteli Herrera and Drew Estate Cigars will be here for our Meet Your Maker segment. Very interesting stuff. And uh, always, we follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we post the social media word every Friday. And if you're the uh, 10th caller when you hear the word, today you will get a three-pack. <laughs> Very quickly, a three-pack of Willie Herrera's newest cigar, which we'll be talking about later. Be the first in the country. Sample it. Try it. Check it out. Uh, also, Zycar. Our great folks at Zycar who love to give away products every show. One of the fine folks at Zycar giving away, Lady M. Oh, hey, there she is. Hi. How you doing? Today, after uh, hearing this sound, and you are the 10th caller, you are going to take home a white Pulsar triple flame lighter, as well as an XI3 um, carbon fiber cutter. Wow. So over $100 value of Zycar prizes. Nice. I tell you, you know, I, I know I'm you know, very... Stunning, handsome man, but you seem to be out of breath. I just, <laughs> I just ran to go oh. get my prizes. Oh, there you go. So uh, once again, giving away great stuff on Zycar. Um Dick event, my Dick event here. Yes. At the my Christmas store. Let's touch base on that. Stellar event, very cool. For any of you guys who were here, it was a great night. But what a great guy, he really was. I mean, you know, when you meet a guy five minutes, and it's hard. You're sitting there. I mean, I get to spend three hours standing by him. Right. And his wife, what a lovely wife. Lovely lady. She's, She's about as interesting as he is. Oh, she was having a great time talking to the guys outside. Oh, she was great, man. You know, and you see them and you see the relationship. And you just tell him, he's a real family guy. I mean, straight up, he's just, you know, I mean, uh, it's nice to see somebody be successful. I mean, because, you know, in Hollywood and sports all the time, they start making money, success, and they start burning through wives, like $5 bills, you know. Yeah. And it's just nice to see that wholesome marriage. And I tell you what, he yelled at me. What, why? What did he yell at you about? Coach Dick got up and yelled at me. He actually scared me for a little second. I thought he was gonna, <laughs> I thought he was gonna barrel roll me, tackle me down. Seriously, his wife um, Diane saw a very lovely lighter in the showcase. But this just shows you the type of class uh-huh. this guy has, really. Yeah. She, his wife saw a very pretty lighter. Actually, it's like her lighter that she wanted to buy for Coach. And she says to him, you know, Coach Mike, Mike, I, I want to buy you this lighter. You know, he's, ah, do what you want. That's what he says to her. So, you know, one of our clerks comes around the counter and starts grabbing her the lighter. So I'm walking over there because I'm going to say, here, it's a gift from us. Thank you for showing yeah. up. I guess he sensed this. <laughs> and, and literally, at the top of his lungs, he starts shouting, hey, 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 make sure she pays for it. She's loaded. She's loaded. She's got to pay for it. Don't give her nothing. I'm like, okay, coach. No problem. You know, I'll charge her double if it makes him happy. But he, like, scared me. He shouted at the top of his lungs. He was, like, upset about it. Oh, it's so fantastic. He was not interested in getting any freebies whatsoever, so. He really, yeah, he was, a, he was a nice guy, though. He was very down to earth. And let me tell you something, you know, that's got to get tiring. You know, that really, really got to get tiring. You know, signing, and he sat there and signed He sat there and signed for three hours straight, didn't even get up. Yeah, he signed boxes, and people who bought boxes bought footballs, helmets, jerseys. I mean, even when he was leaving, then he got, you know, it was really funny. He got rushed. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if anybody noticed this, but all night, there was like six, seven guys standing outside. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, like, what are these guys doing out there? They're just standing there. Because they weren't cigar guys. They were just trying to hope to catch Mike coming out out to the car. Right. So he could sign all their stuff. And he actually started signing their stuff. So, big, big, 
big thank you to uh, Coach Mike Dicka and Diane. Thank you for coming out. Everybody at Davidoff for helping to set it all Everybody up. Everybody at Davidoff. It was a great event, great party. I think we got a caller who has the uh, answer. Uh, Scott from Ohio, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hi. How you doing, Scott? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you all? We're alive and well. Has the uh, weather turned it on in Ohio yet? Oh, my goodness. It is still winter here. That's why we live in Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm originally from Chicago, so I can actually empathize with you, Scott. So hopefully that sun will break through soon. Uh, I definitely hope so. Are you smoking a cigar yet this morning? No, not yet this morning. I'm pretty new to the cigar world. Well, welcome aboard. You're listening to one of the best shows that will help inform you about what's going on. All right. I've, I've learned a lot. My uh, first ever show I listened to was last week. Oh, good. Welcome aboard, Scott. Well, listen, here's your chance to win some good free stuff. I made a movie reference, which we will do from time to time on Kiss My Ash Radio. And, of course, Lady M never knows any of them because she's, like, 12 years old and <laughs> makes me feel like I'm, like, dying. Well, we also never make references to, like... Uh, the legally blonde or those, okay, things first of this of all, nature. Those aren't my the beaver. Those aren't my type of movies. Really, anyways. the Beaver biography. You mean, yeah, yeah. And really, really, who do you think I am? Very a young, girl, a very young woman. That's all. Don't okay. take offense. You're just younger than most. All of us. girls love Legally Blonde, don't they? No. <laughs> that was actually not a bad movie. Just kidding, Scott. <laughs> all right, yeah. disappointed Dunsky. DD. What movie? That would be Mean Street. Very good. One of my favorite Martin Scorsese films. Never even saw it. I'm you've familiar. never seen Mean Street? I've never seen Mean Street. This could be actually a very shocking moment for me. Yeah. Because you've seen like every classic. I try. But well, you've got to see Mean Streets. Okay. It's, it's a great Scorsese movie. And who said it? it? It's an iconic Martin Scorsese. Iconic, absolutely. And who said it? It was... Uh, it's oh, actually man, not part of the uh, question, but I'm just checking your skills. Right. It, it was, uh, he was pointing the gun at Michael. I remember that. I don't Robert remember the name of the guy. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro actually said That's that line. It. You know what you are? You're a DD. A disappointed Dunsky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Scott, listen, thanks for calling. You have won yourself an official Kiss My Ash radio ashtray, hat, and shirt. We'll put a package together. We'll get it out for you. Stay on the line. Kyle will get your information. Oh, awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, another happy customer. Look at that. There we go. Absolutely. Well, welcome aboard. Up ahead, we're going to be talking about our KMA Juice Challenge and give you some fantasy Fumari results. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. Are you tired of all the new cigars coming out? If so, forget all the new flavors of the week and return to a consistent classic. Casa Magna. Ranked the number one cigar of the year by Cigar Aficionado in 2008, Casa Magna delivers the same rich, bold flavors year after year and always at an affordable price. So the next time you walk into the humidor and feel overwhelmed by all the new brands you've never heard of, just grab a Casa Magna and rest assured you've made the right decision. Casa Magna. Taste delivered day after day, year after year. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoyt in Nicaragua, Antonio, 1970 is just such a cigar. 
is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. This is Ariel from La Serena Cigars, and you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. It's no secret. There's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. Lovers of full-body cigars are in for an awesome treat. Monty from Monte Cristo, a bold, modern cigar, uniquely crafted with not one, but two binders. A robust Corojo binder is paired with a spicy Olor binder. The two binders add strength and complexity for an unbelievably flavorful smoke. A dark Ecuadorian wrapper gives the Monte even more punch, ensuring a knockout experience. Double binder, amazing flavor, great price. That's Monty. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. How was that bagel? It was really good. I'm you sorry. Right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you could have brought me a bagel. You didn't ask. I told you I was there. You know, Adam, some people are just givers. Yeah. And some people are just takers. Yeah. You know, it's just the way life goes. Yep. I'm pretty sure I didn't take anything from anybody. <laughs> KMA Juice Challenge. So far, uh, a lot of people join us on Facebook. Movement's still going. I got my juicer Thursday. You're not juicing. Yeah, I got, I got my. I, know, I bought one on Thursday. It came I in the mail. I didn't think you were going to juice, really. Yeah, I said it. I said when I got back from Mexico, I would go on a 10-day. You're going to do a 10-day-er. I'm going to do a 10-day. For you. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to go to the store yet to buy anything. I mean, listen, you're I'm not really busy. a heavy guy. No. But this is the heavier set case you've got to bend. <laughs> right. Since I met him. I mean, I mean yeah. Did you see a picture of him when he won the poker tournament? I remember yeah. that. Yeah. We were looking at photos. Yeah, I mean, it's like half his size. Yeah. But, you know, you're still like normal size. Right. I'm not a hefty guy, but I'm maybe 15 pounds more than I would like to be. You like how some people like to say thick. Right. (laughs) I don't know if that's the right thing to say about it. (laughs) But um, day number 26. I think. 26. 21, 23, 24. Yeah, day number 26. I stopped counting. I'm almost at the halfway point. You are. I actually weighed myself today. It wasn't too thrilling. I only lost two pounds from last week. But now that Thanks, you're getting yeah. further the water, into the water's all the wa- gone. Yeah, the water's yeah. gone. That's melted off. So now it's going to be harder. Played, Lady M and I played four games of racquetball this week. Yes. So I, I think I'm feeling muscularly a little bit swollen. Yeah. Sore. 
little beat up. How'd those games go, by the way? Those games went great. I mean, I was really surprised with your performance. I was happy, you know, you were gave me a challenge. That I, that I gave you a challenge? <laughs> that I mopped the floor with you? You did. Mopped you did. It. Fair enough, but that last game we played, I almost came back and beat you. Listen, and then I saw the fire in your eyes. This isn't going to happen. And the next thing you know. I, listen, I never for one moment think you're going to win the game. <laughs> Ever. Okay? This is not She true. got up to nine points on a 15 game. And the best part is I could see it in her eyes. I could see this might be the day. You know, we've been playing racquetball on and off for what? A year and a half? Yeah. A year and a half. Two almost years. two years, yeah. She's never won a game. Never. Never. I okay? can't wait. But, no, but the day I win a game is going to be some her, kind listen, of... Listen, and every, and every time she you know, has a rough day, I tell her, listen, you know, you'll eventually win. You'll have a day to win. Just not today. <laughs> I'm right, I remind her that, but... Every now and then she'll but rally. Is not today. Yeah, we, she gets up to nine points, and she doesn't want to ruin it. She doesn't want to jinx it by seeing it in her eye. Today might be the day. Today might be the day. Never. And I slam it down. Nope. Not today. Yeah, Close the door. Mm. But, yes, we're, everybody's still juicing. Pete Hernandez was here last night. He looked good. He did. He looked good, man. He's he, doing a modified juice uh, juice diet now, yes. a lifestyle. He's doing uh, juicing in one meal a day. Yep. yep. Though that meal ended up being firehouse subs yesterday. Yeah. Oh, he was telling me about that. He got this look in his face because he was visiting our friend Jeff in Orlando. He was in, this, this is a great, he's, he's a Jeff at Corona's. <laughs> he's at Jeff at Corona. That's a great story. He's at Jeff at Corona's and Jeff says, okay, well, come on, let's go out to lunch. You can buy me lunch. You can buy me lunch. So <laughs> he, he wants to go to firehouse subs. So he's already like debating, oh, my God, I don't want to go to firehouse subs. He's like, okay, listen, I'm going to go there. I'm going to have a turkey, I'm going to eat. You know, mustard, vegetables, make a good, healthy sandwich. So, Jeff, did you hear the story? No. So, Jeff goes up there, orders first. Yep. And Jeff orders this super combo roast beef, pastrami, double bacon, triple cheese, sub with peppers and everything. And he's like, oh, my God. He could, he just, even as he's telling the story, he goes, his, his the, mouth was watering. He started watering as soon as he heard the <laughs> sub. So, he walks up there, getting ready to order his turkey sub, and he goes, I'm going to have... What he just ordered <laughs> with extra peppers. <laughs> but uh, he didn't eat last night because we had a spread here last night. Yeah. He didn't eat, so he did his one meal a day. But uh, I think there's people jumping on board every day. So I even my, I had my family jumping on board, inspired. Yeah, I'm at the halfway point, 30 more days. I can't believe it's been 26 days. But like I said in the beginning, which was one of my motivators, I know this is going to come and go fast. As, yeah. li- as life does, it right. comes and goes fast. So very cool. So that's where we're at. If you'd like to join us or get more information on uh, juice, uh, juice fast or a modified juice diet, just uh, send us your email information at info at kissmyashradio.com and visit our Facebook page. There's been lovely posts. And by the way, big thank you to Jeanette because Emily has been making me dessert juices. I didn't know there was such a thing. I've been drinking kale, spinach, and, you know, really unsavory things all day long. Right. And Jeanette happens to walk in with somebody who's doing the juice diet with us and says, what are you doing for dessert juice? I said, dessert juice? What's dessert juice? I didn't even know there was a dessert juice. But look, You've been holding out. Oh, my God. But this stuff, Emily's been actually nice enough, make, mm-hmm. getting up in the morning, making some us uh, some stuff. I've had peach cobbler. I've had carrot cake. This stuff tastes like a carrot cake yeah. in a blender. It's, it's like amazing. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm going to make some more creative things. Because they have a whole bunch of them. you can season it. Yeah. You, know, you throw a little cinnamon on there, and all oh, of a sudden yeah. you got great juice. So. you got like an apple pie, you know. There's so many things. No, and I'm going to tell you something. It really made a difference. Because after 14, 16 days, the fact of not eating, it's not that big of a deal anymore. But drinking the juice every day now has become a chore. Yeah. yeah, it's become a chore. 
It really has. Yeah. I mean, it's like drinking medicine now. You, so. you don't miss chewing at all? I forgot. Uh. You know, it's really been so long. It's That part is not that big of a deal. Gotcha. I mean, guys were eating all the food last night. I really didn't care. You know, I did have... I know. I did have my first cappuccino in 26 days. Yep. We saw I used to have three or four a day. A day. Because... <laughs> The world's greatest cappuccinos made here at the Casa Monica store, hands down. And um, I did have my, everybody was drinking booze, having a good time, that little party here. So I broke down and I did have my first cappuccino. So That's all right. I don't regret it. It was awesome. <laughs> Thank you to <laughs> the bartender who made my the night last night with my cappuccino. Um, let's do a Fantasy Fumari, a little mid, mid-week update. All right, mid-week all right. update. Dun, 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 dun. There we go. Wait, call it up a little bit. All right, man. We got midweek, and we're gonna have final uh, the final of the first round. Results will be in next week, but so far, very close in the West. Cigar Sexy and Los Maduros in a dead heat, believe it or not, sold the exact same number of sticks so far. Uh, Big Phil Smokehouse and Red Lions. Red Lions taking a dominating lead in the mid in the mid round. So. We'll see if Big Phil's could uh, come up behind. I, I I totally expect Phil to make a comeback too. Really? Yeah. Well, let's let's take a look at this. We got Red Lions with Flor de Santias Toro, mm-hmm. La Polina, Robusto, yep. Dub Habano, yep. 460, versus Phil Smokehouse, who's got the Padron Maduro 2000, the Vega Fiend, and Natural Toro, and the 724 Hustler Dog Walker. Yeah. And you're expecting a big comeback. I I think it's a possibility. However, he's almost ahead two to one, three to one. It's almost three to one, but you never know. Things happen. Very interesting. Also in the West, No Name versus Fat, Drunk, and Stupid. Uh, no Name is just dominating by about ten times, so that one looks like it's closed. War Machine versus Padron, my skinny ash. Another two teams in a dead heat. Sold the exact same number of sticks. Mm-hmm. We have a Tetuaje uh, Classic Reserva Noella. Padron 26, number nine. La Gloria R. Maduro, number seven. Versus War Machine's Brick House Mighty Mighty. Room 101, what is that? That's the Honduran 213. There you go. And the Casa Fernandez, Miami Petit Robusto, in a dead heat. Now on to the east. The east, we have Long Ashes. Weren't they in season one, Long Ashes? No, that's oh, a, new, no, a new, team. new team. Long Ashes, dominating Team Dog Rockets. Team Dog Rockets, looks like you better uh, find what you're going to do in the postseason. You won't be going far. <laughs> Vegas Ashes, just tweaking out King of New York by one Cigar, so that's going to be another close one there. Also, another very close one is Patel's Posse versus Toros. And finally, our last uh, pairing in the East, Cigar Fishery versus McHenry's Manhouse. We got about a three to one lead there. So we'll give you all the final results from round one next week on Kiss My Ash Radio. Do not miss it. Uh, up ahead, uh, for the first time. Yeah. First time on Kiss. Uh, well, he was. Uh, we had Willie on at the Great Smoke. That doesn't count. A year ago. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. It wasn't, he wasn't on the Meet Your Maker right. segment. Yeah. So, uh, but thank you for trying to correct the situation. But uh, Willie Herrera, first time, Meet Your Maker segment. Up ahead, don't miss it. It should be very interesting. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. 
In their Miami factory, Casa Fernandez makes the finest limited quantity cigars with Class 7 Cuban Master Rollers. Made in the USA in the Cuban tradition. The chocolate bar, the Casa Fernandez Reserva Maduro Corona Extra 5x46 was a big hit at the 2013 IPCPR. The Miami-made Reserva Maduro was blended by our world-renowned Arsenio Ramos, proudly made in the U.S. with the world's best rollers and Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaves of tobacco. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. This is Edgar Hall from Edgar Hall Cigars and One Shot Will Kill Cigars. Make sure you listen to Kiss My Ash Radio or we'll come looking for you and make you listen to it. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Out in the street, they call it. Welcome to Jam Rock. Jump where the thugs and jam butt. Cook now in a van back. It in a your unbuck. Your knapsack, it in a your backpack. The smell of your girlfriend. Some boy not know this. I'm only come around like tourists on the beach with a few club sodas. Bedtime stories. And pose like them named Chuck Norris. Welcome back. And don't I'm know the to be that poor guys. I'm not going to be that poor guys. So, um, interesting stuff. Alan Rubin just walked in and was asking how the Ditko event was. So, obviously, he didn't listen to the first half of the show. He was in the humidor and talking to other people and getting cigars and picking things out. You know, fun stuff like that. Listen to the show. Well, listen, every week, uh, we like to invite a special guest for what I consider to be my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. Attention, please. The smoking light has been turned on. Today we have with us Willie Herrera. Willie, where from Cruz 
State Cigar Willie, really welcome here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you, thank you. Good morning. Yeah, very good morning. I mean, it's uh, we've been trying to get you on for a long time. You're a very busy guy, and I know weekends are tough for the family, so we really do appreciate it. And uh, thanks for coming in here in the studio and being part of the show. We're glad we finally got you on. So uh, tell us, I mean, you handed us some cigars, um, which we're giving a three-pack away uh, to uh, whoever gets our social media award, but this is Herrera Norteño, which is, I guess, Northern? Northerner, correct. Northerner. And uh, it looks like it says Mexicano, so I'm going to assume there's a San Andreas wrapper on this. It's 6 by 50 box-pressed, very interesting cigar. Tell me a little bit about the cigar we're smoking. Well, this is my uh, my new project. Uh, we're, we're hoping to release it in June. Uh, at the very latest, it'll be in July. We'll debut it at the show. And it's a it's a little bit fuller-bodied cigar, a little bit spicier than the core line, the Herrera Stelí. It's got a Nicaraguan Honduran uh, blend with a, like you said, a San Andreas Maduro wrapper. They're all going to be box-pressed. Uh, I'm a, I've always been a big fan of box press cigars, and uh, this is my opportunity to be able to do a box press. And um, it's we got six sizes, um, most of them traditional sizes, as I'm a traditional kind of guy. And I'm really excited about this uh, about this new line. Will that be the name of it, Norteño? Norteño will be the line. Yes, wow, that will be the name of it. And uh, a couple reasons for the name: um, the people from Esteli in Nicaragua considered to be the northerners uh, in Nicaragua because it's in the northern part of the, of the, uh, the country. Excuse me. Oh, I was just going to say that. explain that to Lady Anne, but you got it for me. <laughs> That's why they call them the northerners. Yeah, I got that. Uh, and then right. myself, I'm considered a northerner there because I'm not from there. So they, that's, that's, their, that's how I came up with the name. Very cool. Listen, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, how you got the cigars. Do you have a long family history of the cigar business? Well, the uh, family's got a factory in Little Havana in Miami, and uh, they started back in 95, 96, and I uh, started off, I was, I was always involved with the, with the, uh, with the factory as, uh, as a part-time type basis. So, you know, I had my regular job, and I would come in and help out whenever I could, until one week, uh, I came in pretty much for a full week, full-time, because the old man had gotten sick. And uh, a week later, I was working full time there, man. I quit my job, and that was it. And that was it. I, How uh, many years ago was that? It's probably about 14, 14 years ago, wow. 16 years ago, around wow. there. And uh, by being there, you know, all day, and and uh, the type of person I am, I get bored, you know, pretty quickly. And uh, I would bring in other types of cigars. We only had two lines of, of, of cigars, a natural and a Connecticut. So you started getting creative. Exactly. Because I had to, I pretty much had no choice. The old man is uh, of that old uh, mentality where only his stuff is the good stuff and you can't <laughs> smoke anything else. So it was a constant battle with him. So I, and it's not like there's a lot of those people in the cigar industry at all, but of course not. <laughs> so. just, you're just joining us. I stayed here with Willie Herrera from Drew Estate. Talking about how he got in the cigar business. When, when you started working full time, you started getting creative and making your own cigar blends. Did you start thinking at that point, "This is my career. This is what no. I'm going to do." No, I mean, or did you I, still think this is just current pastime. Well, no, I mean, I, I I loved what I knew of it at the time. You know, uh, at that point, and you know, I was pretty much just doing stuff for me to be able to smoke something different. You know, I I was never thinking that it was going to be. You know, to develop 
blends and brands and, and stuff like that. So uh, one thing led to another. You know, I would do different blends and stuff, and I would like them. And then people would walk into the factory, and I would hand it to them. And uh, from there, it pretty much snowballed into a lot of the guys that would come into the shop were store owners. I ended up doing a lot of store blends, you know, house blends for a lot of these shops. Now, was this your time at El Titan de Bronx? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which El Titan de Bronx, for our listeners who don't know, mm-hmm. is a little factory here in South Florida. Yes, in Little Havana. Little in, Havana. Uh, in the heart of Little Havana. It's a uh, caddy corner from La Gloria Cubana. And they've been rolling cigars there for how long? At, at the factory or in Little Havana? Oh, here in Little Havana. Oh, in Little Havana for years and yeah. years and years. Yeah. It's been long. there a very long time. Yeah. So yeah. you started making special blends for local retailers? For Well, no, mostly it was for out-of-state retailers. Oh, really? See, be, because we're in Little Havana, you know, a lot of people will come on, on vacation and, and visit. walk Little Havana and yeah. see the different factories. I mean, Pepin's factories were right across the street from us, uh, La Gloria Cubana. There was a number of factories out there. Um, so a lot of people will come walking, you know, walking the streets and walk into all the shops. And uh, so I would take that chance and give it to a lot of these guys to get their feedback. And uh, and so, like I said, one thing led to another. And then I get a phone call a week, two weeks later. They really like the cigar. And could I make it for the store? And uh, and it started there. It started like that, doing a lot of house blends for shops. And then from there, uh, we got our first private label, which was a new a new company. And we won't mention any names, but um, that was the first brand that we did out of the factory. Wow. And uh, from there, it just kept growing and growing. Right now, we probably have about, I don't know, about maybe 15 different brands that we do, blends for brands that are in the market now, um, as well as a lot of shops that we do stuff for. Honest Dave here with Willie Herrera, who <coughs> State Cigars now. You mentioned we. Are you still involved with uh, El Titan de Bronze? No, I no. say we because it, it's 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 family. It's my what family. Your, what was your tenure there? How long? We, how long did you work with your family over there? <clears throat> it was about fourteen years, 15, 14, 16 years. Wow, a long years. time. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm involved. I'm involved to the extent of because I'm in Nicaragua so often, and the relationships I've built with a lot of the tobacco guys through Drew Estate. I'm able to, to make sure that they get better stuff in Miami, you know, um, through the relationships that I've built. So right. I, I'm, I'm involved in that sense. Right. You know, tobacco-wise. No, uh, no, no, no blending. Like you said, it's still a family business. Yeah. Wow, interesting. So, all right, so 14 years, you're, you're working with your family, you're at the, the factory. How did the relationship with Drew Estate evolve? You want the long story? <laughs> Tell whatever story you want. We got radio. Well, here, here here's the the long story. Um, so I had a there. There's a friend of mine in the business. Had been in the business already longer than I have been. And uh, he calls me up one day. Can I do him a favor and put some wrapper on some cigars that he had? He had some guests coming in to his place. So I said, sure. Want well, you know? Come over. He brought me the the tobacco. Did it for him. I had a lot of leftover of that wrapper. So I asked him if I could keep that. He said, sure. So I did a couple blends. One of them I really, really liked. I ended up taking that to the show, to the IPCPR, RTDA at the time. And uh, this cigar was a hit. Now, 
I had a cigar that was hit. I had orders, but I didn't have wrapper. I just had the samples that I had done. So he had gotten this wrapper as a favor through Jonathan. So when I come back from the show, I start hounding him. Uh, can I get Can I get some more wrapper? So he's, you know. You said hounding your friend or hounding Jonathan? I'm hounding my friend. Okay. Yeah, Jonathan was. He had no idea. Of right. This. What was and, going on? Um, and according to my friend, he couldn't know because it was a personal favor that right. Jonathan had done for him. So. So one thing led to another. So this non-existing rapper, you yeah. really needed. <laughs> one one thing led to another. I end up getting a bail from him. And uh, 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 an old friend of mine, which is no longer with us, is in Nicaragua on a safari with Jonathan when, uh, a short time after that and tells Jonathan about this great cigar that I'm doing <laughs> in Miami using the his wrapper, the uh, San Andreas wrapper. It, it, that Jonathan doesn't know at this time that Nothing. you're using his wrapper. Interesting. <laughs> so, uh, Interesting. You know, John had a fit. <laughs> My friend notices, or he, he realizes that he shouldn't have said anything because John was in the dark at the time. And so a few weeks later, he makes it up. He tries to make it up to me by, uh, he calls me up one morning. Hey, what are you doing? I'm nothing here in the factory. Uh, can we go, you know, want to have breakfast? Have you ever, at this point, have you had a relationship with Jonathan? Have you guys talked or? Uh, high and by type thing. That's it? Yeah. So yeah. he's like, why is he calling me? So, you had to well, know no, exactly No, the one about. who called me was my friend. Who oh, knew Jonathan. He and wanted knew to have me. breakfast. Yes. Got, um, it. Got it. So he calls me up for breakfast. I meet up for breakfast and John is there. So that's where he formally wow, introduces man, he, me to Jonathan. He shanghaied you. <laughs> you know, and uh, by the end of breakfast, John is like, dude, whatever rapper you need, and to this day, I, the rapper that I use, you know, that we use in the factory is wow, still from Jonathan. That's wow. So it was super cool, yeah. Uh, so it's went from south to north real quick. Yeah, and that's how it all started. Well, great. Listen, I stayed here with Willie Herrera from True State. More with Willie right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old than you. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the La Aurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the La Aurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. This is Rick Ardito of 724 Cigars. Kiss my ass. <sighs> <laughs> 
I can't do it. That's a real tongue twister. The lovely Lady M here. I want to invite you to join me and the girls of Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge inside the prestigious PGA National Resort. Four. Enjoy your favorite cigar while relaxed in a comfortable lounge setting of plush leather chairs and flat screen TVs. Open daily and late night, Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge has a full walk-in humidor, full liquor service, and complimentary valet services provided. For more information on Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge at the PGA National Resort, visit www.smokein.com. Smoke In, continuing the cigar journey like no other. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. I'm Steve here. Broadcasting live from the world-famous Costa Monte Cristo store. Cigar bar in the heart of Porto Beach, Florida. Here with my crew, Adam King and the lovely Lady M. Throwing her remnants of her bagel bag. Bagel. Bagel sounds so good right now. What kind of bagel do you have? I had a whole wheat yeah. bagel. I really wanted to go to Einstein's. I do not like Dunkin' Donuts bagels. They are really terrible. Cream cheese? Yep. Sounds good. Almost. Almost a good shot. Almost a good shot. <laughs> uh, seeing in our studio live for the first time for our media maker statement, Willie Herrera from Two State Stars. Once again, Willie, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule and personal weekend to join us here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Anytime, man, anytime. Good stuff. Uh, and anybody out there listening, if you have a question or want to ask Willie something, please feel free to give us a call at 877-960-9960. So before the break, we were talking about how your relationship, you may need a little more cable, we're talking about how your relationship uh, started with Drew Estate and how you got this bailed tobacco. So now Jonathan says, hey, whatever you need, I'm here for you. So at what point did discussions or the idea of you going and working with Drew Estate and becoming involved with Drew Estate Company happen? 
Well, it uh, basically happened out of the blue. Um, in June, it'll be three years. And um, basically, one day, I mean, after that point, we kept in contact. We would talk, you know, once a month, a few times a month. And uh, basically, three, three years ago, he just called me up one day, wanted to have dinner. We went, we had dinner. And um, he asked me to what I thought about joining Jewish State and basically do what I was doing in Miami at a much, you know, much larger scale. And I thought about it, you know, five minutes and said, yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. How'd your family feel leaving? You know, they were, they were very, very happy, very excited because being, being in the factory of Miami, as small as we are there, we were very limited to what we could do and what I was going to be able to accomplish there. Right. So, you know, they were very, very happy, very excited that I had this opportunity to really grow in the business and continue to do what I love doing. My father just owned me when I left the family business. <laughs> he literally did. I swear to God, he got upset. He just owned me when I got the family business. But, you know, you said five minutes. I came to Florida. I drove down here for a five-day vacation. And he calls up. He says, when are you coming back? And I said, mm, yeah, I don't think I'm coming back. <laughs> that was it. I moved here. I stayed here. So I could relate to you. So tell us, what what is your role now in Jewish State? What do you do? you run your own division? Do you work on your own stuff, your own bunch? I mean, you've been there three years. You've released the one cigar, the Herrera Esteli. And, you know, what, what exactly is the role, the position you carry? Well, my, my, my role and, and, and uh, purpose, I guess you could say, for, for joining Jewish State was to continue to expand the traditional side of cigars for Jewish State and bring in that Cuban flavor, Cuban influence, which is how I learned in Miami. All, all my guys, or all the guys in the factory in Miami are all Cuban rollers uh, that have been, I mean, once they come to our factory, they've been in the States literally from one week to three months. So they, got, they, 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 they get to our factory in Miami from another major factory in Cuba and start rolling in our in our place. Um, so the way I learned how to roll a cigar, the way I learned to, uh, how I, my palate developed was through that style of cigars. So I, I, I was brought into Drew Estate to continue that and to bring another, another division, you could say, to Drew Estate. And uh, so the Herrera Stelly was the first line that I introduced. Um, which we introduced in what was it? April, April. Uh, we started we started December, November of 2011. But it was you know certain accounts the line wasn't out yet. Um, so April of 12 is when we formally brought out the line and and shops were ordering the the product. It's a very limited product. Uh, right now, we're in about 109 accounts nationwide. Wow. So it, it is very limited. Um, I have my own is it, team. Is it, excuse me. It's limited because of tobacco? Because, I mean, Drew State's got a ginormous yeah, no, you know, factory no. with tons of rollers. It means, is it a production problem or is it's it It's a production thing. It's really yes, still a because it's, I have my, my own team of rollers. That have been taught. I have trained them how to roll my style. Really? How, how, many, how many pairs are under your? Supervision? So I have six pairs. Six pairs of and rollers. And that's the reason for the limitations on the line. 
So see, that's what people don't realize. See, mm-hmm. they think Drew Estate's making the cigar. What's the big deal? They don't realize there's only 12 people rolling the cigar. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Out of how many how many pairs are in the factory? Oh man, we have over 250 pairs. So yeah, so yeah. only six of them <laughs> are working on your cigar. Yeah. Now, will production of the cigar change as you come out with another line? Will it get even worse? Well, no. Production is is it's slowly getting better because, as you know, we have the new facility across the street, the big yes. new bodega. Yeah. And with with that, where it, it it's going, it's it has it has freed up a lot of space in our factory, but now we need to accommodate that area for rolling space. So hopefully within six. Six months uh, to nine months, let's say, we should have more rolling tables in our factory where that's going to increase production, allow us to increase production in the factory. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Dave here with uh, Willie Ware from Drew Estate, uh, learning some great stuff, great stories. Blending. Now, are you you so you got your own rollers, your own division there? You really just are involved with your cigars. You don't involve with any of the blending or any of the other projects that Drew Estate works for. Right. So you're like a separate entity within the company. Right now, I am only working on the new stuff that I'm coming out with. For uh, for Herrera Esteli, yes, within within uh, under the Herrera Esteli, I say I guess uh, yes. umbrella. Yes. Um, I will be getting involved in other projects. For Drew Estate, that's not Herrera Esteli. Oh, interesting. So we will... Anything that will be coming up at the show this year, or are we talking further down? Further down. Further down the further road. Further down. You know, Willie, you talked about your tradition, your heritage, your, your, your culture. You know, you know, tell us in, in your mind, what, what, what do you think of, what consists of making a good blend? What are the properties that you look for? When you, you want know, to make a for, good blend. For, for me, for me personally, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I... I, I go based off of what I like to smoke. Um, I know there's a lot of guys out there and girls that like real strong, full body type cigars. That's not my type of cigar. So I blend more. Uh, I look for a lot of balance. I, lo- I look for flavor. I look for... Um, I like I like strength, but not not so it will overpower the the flavor of the cigar. So my my biggest thing is is, is flavor, aroma, balance, and uh, and that's what I shoot for. So I'm I'm glad you brought up the whole thing about how you you know you blend for you and you know from a lot of different people we know in the industry they've said you know you've got a fantastic palate. I mean just for an example, I was talking to Bill Paley. At one time, and he said, "Like you're his go-to palate. If he's got something and you like it, that's how he knows he's got a hit." W- what is it that has cultivated or been the key thing for you in developing your own palate and knowing when you've got something that's good or bad? I don't know, man. I don't have I don't have the answer for it. I mean, I you know I've done a, t- a lot of a lot of blends that to have been awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did just for the Herrera Esteli, I did over a hundred blends. Wow. To get to the to get the, to the final product, you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's it takes like, time. It's kind of like being a chef, I think. You know, uh, they don't have to measure their stuff; they just know. 
They taste it. Yeah. You know, they're, they're out here with a little bit of this, yeah. a little bit of that. And they taste it. They know what it needs, and then finally come out. Season it comes out right. Yeah. Well, and you know, the other thing is, you know, sometimes what you think is going to work together, it work good together. You know, as far as different tobaccos, different seeds, different you know regions, it it doesn't come out that way. So I mean, you you have an idea of of, of how it's going to come out, but not always. Not always. Out of Steve here with Willie Herrera, Pure State. You know, interesting. I want to see what your take on this. I've always heard this story. I want to know if you think it's true or not. I've heard that you really have to taste, when you blend and make cigars, I've heard the story that you have to taste it here in the States. Because for some reason, when they roll the cigars in Nicaragua or, you know, Honduras, by the time it gets shipped here, something happens in the transportation that makes the flavors <laughs> change a little bit. So, you know, the. This is what I've heard. I've, I've heard this from people. a few different people, too. So I'm just curious what your take on that is. You know, I think that when that happens, I think it's I think it's because it's falling within that sick period um, of the cigar. Yeah, I, the sick I, period, you mean the melding, the working out of the ammonia. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I bring back cigars with me. Every week, just about when I'm in Nicaragua, and they taste the same to me here as they do on the floor. Now, three weeks go by, and it will not taste the same. And then that's that period, you know, that we right. That's that period we call the 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 sick period. But then after that, to me at least, it it tastes the same as it did in 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 the floor. Wow, that's not the case. All right. Well, hey, we got it from the horse's mouth on this one. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But it's interesting because I've always heard that rumor. I just didn't know it was true. I've always heard it, too, and it it never made any sense to me. Uh, The only thing that does make sense is, for example, if you're sending something, you know, you're shipping samples, and it's not going to get here next day. So it's going to go, you know, you're going to pass that week to two weeks, you know, so if you're coming by ship or, you know, you're sending by air, and by the time you get it out of customs or whatnot, and I feel that that's when it's falling into that period where, yeah, it, it's not going to taste it. It's not going to be good. That's just me. I mean, well, it makes you know? the most sense. Honest Abe here with Willie Herrera at Drew Estate. We're at the top of the hour, hour two up ahead. We're going to do a little bit more with Willie Herrera. Stay tuned. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa Cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 
Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Pravada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedores. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Pravada can be best described in one word. Satisfying. This is Iron Mike, Mike Ditcha, and I love just my ash radio. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Are you tired of all the new cigars coming out? If so, forget all the new flavors of the week and return to a consistent classic. Casa Magna. Ranked the number one cigar of the year by Cigar Aficionado in 2008, Casa Magna delivers the same rich, bold flavors year after year, and always at an affordable price. So the next time you walk into the humidor and feel overwhelmed by all the new brands you've never heard of, just grab a Casa Magna and rest assured you've made the right decision. Casa Magna. Taste delivered day after day, year after year. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Hour two of Kiss My Ass Radio. I am your host, Honest Dave, with the best crew in radio, the Brewmeister and the lovely Lady M. Good morning. <laughs> we are broadcasting live from the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida, at the world famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge. And our special guest today, honor and privilege, Willie Herrera, Drew Estate. Once again, it's Willie, thank you very much for joining us today on Kiss My Ass Radio. Thank you for having me. So, you know, Willie, I've been very fortunate in my career. I, I, I just had. Uh, um, Tobacconist Magazine was here Thursday. They're doing a feature on me. And you know, when somebody's talking to you like that, you start going through your history and all the people who've helped you along the way and the mentors you've had. And I've been very fortunate. I've had a lot of great mentors in, in, in my career. Um, did you have anybody who really was a, a mentor for you, uh, a guiding force in shaping, you know, shaping uh, your ideology and your skills as you were growing up? I, I, I would say the, the, the one person who really stands out is the gentleman that let the cat out of the bag with Jonathan the story earlier, uh, Mr. Uh, Gary Arts. Uh, may he rest in peace. You know, yeah, he uh, he really, really helped me out and uh, introduced me to a lot of people and really got 
me in this in this industry, you know, going off in the right path. You know, he uh, he really helped me out a lot. Wow, Gary Arts. Gary Arts has been in the industry for uh, for many years. Writer, blogger. He, I think he had his own cigar brand. Yeah, he was uh, yeah, he did. just an industry like piece of furniture. He's always been there and very well involved and very well respected. So that was interesting uh, that he would be your mentor. If if you had a choice of anything else that you thought you were going to do if you hadn't gotten in the cigar business, what do you think it would have been? Oh man, I don't know. I I don't know. I was one of those guys that, you know, growing up, I went through everything. I went from firefighter, police guy to missionary to missionary. <laughs> you you More like you, missionary you, position. Man, Come on. You name it. I want. I I wanted to be everything at one point, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I was all over the place, man. I mean, you know, I was doing my paramedics and EMT uh, while I was working at the bank, so I thought I was going to go that route. You know, I thought I was going to be a firefighter paramedic, and uh, I'm here. All right, I've been all over the place. Let me rephrase this. If you could do anything, what would be your thing? Nothing. This. This That's it? Uh, Yeah. Hands down. If this wasn't an option, what would be the next thing? Probably be involved with the shop. All right, we're not getting around it. We're stuck. Good answer. Good answer. Cigars. All right, I know you're busy. I know you got to get your family's kids' soccer game going on. So before you leave, we just want to do a quick classy or trashy with Willie Herrera. Barely. It's time to play. Is it classy or trashy? You look bummy and sloppy and like you don't know how to put on your damn clothes. You stay classy, San Diego. It's a place of business. All right, Willie, I'm going to read you a word or phrase or a story. And you just tell me whether you believe it's classy or trashy. You ready? I'm ready. Number one, boutique blends. Classic. Using the phrase LOL after 20 years old. Hmm. Well, I guess you could say trash, even though I do it all the time. We all do it. <laughs> I'm guilty of it. <laughs> uh, limited edition cigars. Classic. Wearing a fedora. Let's go classic. Good job. Wearing sunglasses indoors. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> I just put on a pair of sunglasses to see how I can influence the answer. Uh, comb overs. That's a classy thing, I think. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. That's right. Wow. <laughs> Not everyone has that option. Didn't see that <laughs> okay. Uh, being a single man with a dog under 10 pounds. Hmm. That's a wussy category. Yeah. We need a wussy on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having a cat. That's classy. Wearing a suit without a tie. Classy, I think. Wearing a scarf when it's not cold out. Oh, no, that's, yeah, trashy. And baseball. Classy. There we go. Classy or trashy with Willie Herrera. Willie, thank you very much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And hopefully sometime in the future when you have a moment, we'll get you back on the show and see where you're going. Now, before you go to the cigar, which I tell you what, I've really enjoyed it. Oh. I'm getting bellows yeah. of smoke out of the cigar. And it is it is different from the Herrera Esteli. Um, I haven't got my 
pin on it yet whether it's more spicy or complex, but I'm definitely tasting it there. It, it's definitely a little more spicy than the Esteli, and it's a little bit more full than the Esteli yeah. because the Esteli is a very medium, full wave all the way through, and it's got a very clean blend to it. I, I know. Um, I, I talk when I'm on the show, so I don't get to keep it lit, but it's changed a few times on me already. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it, like it, as I just got back into it right now, it just got a little spicier. About, I'm about almost midway through, and yeah, it just got a little spicier too. Am, yeah. Yeah, it started out in that nice medium with a little bit in there, but now it's got a little spicier on the back end here. Yeah, and and our, our listeners could look forward to this being released at the trade show this year? Yes, definitely. Great. Definitely. Fantastic. Great. And well, Bob Neeland, our uh, social media winner, too. He'll get Bob Neeland from, from, from Jupiter, heard the uh, word Nicaragua. We'll be getting him a uh, five-pack. Three-pack. Three pack, because there's only three left, Bob. Sorry. We've been smoking them this morning. We enjoyed too many of them. We're going to get you uh, the Herrera... Norteño, so you can try out be well amongst the first of the country. Willie, we know you got to go. Thank you very much. We deeply appreciate it. Wish you the best of luck, my friend. Thank you, man. And again, thank you for having me. And uh, you'll definitely see me here again, man. Definitely. Absolutely. Thank you very much, thank Willie. Rare, thank you. Day. Great guy. Well, that was interesting. That was good, man. That was new, wonderful. New stuff. You know, I love it when I have a guest on here for the first time because I learn about it as much as a listener. Right. You know, I haven't heard it. And uh, it was very interesting to have Willie and this cigar. It's fantastic. I can't wait for it to come out. So, uh, what we got next? We got what's in the box. We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. Take a look inside. I'm going to open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. Cigar News for April 5th, 2014. That Sherman Epoca. The long-discontinued Ipica brand has been resurrected by Ned Sherman and is scheduled for a late spring release with a new blend and a new identity. The original Epica was a clear Havana cigar, meaning it was produced here in the United States before the embargo and used imported Cuban leaf, which all clear Havana cigars are. Um, it was really funny, we had a gentleman here last night who gave me a 1935 Candela clear Havana cigar. Really? It was interesting. Very smooth, light, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of hay. The beginning on those clear Havanas are always rough, but then they develop very, very well. Wow, so, I can't believe they had Candela that's that old. Yeah, it was a Candela cigar. He gave it to me, you know, a collector that was here last night. So I, I guess Epico was an old brand they made, and before the embargo, all the cigars that were here in the U.S. were made with Cuban tobacco. Right. So after the embargo, they had to start buying tobacco from other countries, and that's why they call them Clear Havanas. Right. So um, the Epica is an extremely important part of our history and story, as it was our entry into the cigar industry, said William Sherman, Executive Vice President of Nat Sherman. There would be no Nat Sherman without Epica, and we are thrilled to introduce to our customers to a brand that means so much to our legacy. The line, which had been in development for more than a year, is manufactured by the fine folks over at Quesada Cigars in the Dominican Republic and features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper around Cuban seed, Nicaragua, and Dominican tobaccos. The blend is a tribute to the experience of what it was like to smoke premium cigars in the 20s and 30s, said Michael Herklox, Vice President of Retail Brand and, uh, and Development for Nat Sherman. So that should be an interesting. I just release. saw him and Ike last week, and they didn't say anything about this to me. I was sh- I'm shocked by this. That's why we have what's in the box. I know. Learn I learn like something every day. There you go. Maybe they just don't want to tell you everything. Excalibur in new sizes. General Cigar Company who can't make a new brand decides let's just make more of the same. For the first time, General Cigars is added <laughs> to the Hoy de Monterey Excalibur line. 
They're adding a short crystal, which is going to be five and a quarter by fifty, and a well, surprise, surprise, six by sixty. I tell you what, whatever they pay their development people over there, it's too much. Uh, the six by sixty retails for seven nine seventy nine per uh, cigar for a box of twenty, and the short crystals are individually packed in guess what, glass tubes, and come in ten count boxes. They retail for $7.49. I wonder how long it took them to pick those two sizes. Neither of them will be offered in Maduro because they're saving that one for next year. Oh. So they have something original to offer. Ah. So, yeah. Uh, that being said, let's move on. La Polina going... Well, there's nothing against the company. Just, but they haven't had a successful new brand launch in two decades. No, I mean, I'm, listen. The general rep, who's a new oh guy. Oh, goodness. I, I met him last night. I guess share a story with my listeners because I will always tell it to you. The way it is, oh, yeah. okay. My the rep came in, new guy, nice guy, nothing really wrong against him. Poor guy had no clue he was getting into. Nope. I mean, and he, he came in and he's telling me all he expects. He said, "How long have you been in the cigar industry?" He says, nine years." Said, nine years. All right. How long have you been in the premium cigar industry? Oh, seven months. There you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think the guy was almost suicidal by the time he was leaving here because I just, you know, you haven't had you know, all. All you can do is make a line since you can't make a brand. You know, look, let's, let's look at historically these monster brands that existed. Yeah. Ready? Partigas, Hoya de Monterey, Punch. Now, when Hoya de Monterey, Punch was run by Villazon. Monster brands. Monster. La Gloria Cubana, CAO. Where are these brands today? Destroyed. Destroyed. So, nothing against the company. I just got to tell it the way it is. Moving on. La, La Polina goes strong. The strongest La Polina to date. Wow, that says a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. The strongest La oh, Polina. No, no, no. Oh, I was actually talking to Bill about this. Oh, yeah, it is will be the strongest to date. Did you try one of the TA? He did not have one of these ones. Oh, okay. The strongest La Polina to date will debut this July. The company is currently finalizing the upcoming La Polina Black Label, a four-size line made by... Abe, I thought it was a typo. No. <laughs> Made by Abe Flores from PDR Cigars in the Dominican Republic. Like the other Flores blended cigars, the Black Label will feature a Brazilian wrapper as described as full body. It'll be a, Gord, a Corona Gordo, it'll be a Gordo, Corona, Robusto, and Toro, but pricing has not yet been determined. Yeah, Bill was uh, very excited when I saw him last week at the TAA about this, and when he said it was full body, he's like, this is the most full thing we've ever come out, and I said, really? He's like, oh, yeah. Wow. So it'll be, a, if you like a full-bodied smoke, just wait till that comes out in July. All right. Fattest Padilla. Sounds like a movie. <laughs> I think I saw that movie. It, it emotionally, was <laughs> gut-wrenching. No. Fattest Padilla. Uh-huh. Ernesto Padilla, a purist when it comes to cigar sizes, is reluctantly dipping his toes into the world of ultra-fat cigars. It's happening. Yes. Although he's admittedly not a fan of ring gauges straight far north of 50, his new Padilla Cava will have three sizes with a ring gauge of 60. If he, does, if he doesn't like it, why is he even doing it? It's called sales. Yep. Mm. Yes. It's called things that are popular now. Padilla Cow will come in four oh, sizes, the and there'll be a 6, 7, and 8-inch all by 60 ring gauge. The fourth size will be a Robusto, whose final ring gauge has yet to be determined, but it'll be certain that it'll be in the 50s. The price range will be about 6.50 to 8.50 a cigar. Tetuaje Pudgy Monsters are slated for June. Did you order these in the TAA? Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good amount? Uh, a lot. Good man. <laughs> I reordered after I talked to someone else. Good man. This June, Tetuai will ship the latest version of its popular monster series, the Pudgy Monsters, originally nicknamed Fat Little Monsters. 
a play on the 2012 release of The Little Monsters. Well, I guess fat was not politically correct. I guess Is not. Is that what happened? Well, it, Padilla decided to do it, so I guess he uh, oh. he couldn't do it. Well, he, but Padilla doesn't call his cigars fat No, anymore. he just... Yeah. But, well, anyways, the Pudgy Monsters are versions of the Monster series that fall somewhere between The Little Monsters and the original larger releases. The sampler was shown off to retailers at the TA of America meeting convention a few weeks ago, and as with the Little Monsters, the Pudgy Monsters will be a 10-cigar sampler and will include one of each of the released monsters to date, so it won't be two of the uh, all of them like no. the little one. It'll have um, one Frank, one Drac, one Face, one Wolf, one Mummy, and one Jason. Interesting. In addition, each box will include a pair of new cigars, Chuck and Tiff, which will be based on characters Chuck, Chucky and Tiffany from Don Mancini's Child Play Films, specifically The Bride of Chucky. There will be two of both the Chuck and Tiff in each box as well. This is the fourth Monster Series-related project. In addition to the original Little Monsters, the company once had plans for actor series monsters that have yet been unaddressed and released. So that'll be that, and that is all for In the News and What's in the Box. Up ahead, what we have, we got Smoking Stories and Showdown with John D13. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. Eduardo Fernandez is at the front of one of the largest tobacco-growing operations in Nicaragua, producing strong flavors from the valleys of Jalapa, Condega, and Esteli. Casa Fernandez uses Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaf in all its factories. The Fernandez family are growers and blenders by nature. Light up our box-pressed Aganorsa leaf cigars, available in our very own Corojo Jalapa wrapper and in San Andreas Maduro. The Aganorsa leaf Maduro, one of the best cigars of 2013, rated 92 by Cigar Aficionado. The Illustri, a 5x48, is now available in stores. Prized by a small group of devout followers, Juan Lopez cigars are likely the finest and rarest of the Nicaraguan puros favored by aficionados. Each year, a scant few of these beauties are handcrafted from the choicest Nicaraguan tobaccos. Every leaf is carefully selected for exquisite flavor and strength. The Juan Lopez smoke is intensely flavorful, rich and robust, yet smooth and well-rounded. Discover this rare treasure for yourself. Surgeon General's warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Stop by Smokey today and become part of the Zycar Nation. Zycar for life. This is Dylan Austin from Camacho Cigars, and you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, 
It is time beautifully filled. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honest Abe here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting live in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida, at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Bar and Lounge. And uh, Adam K., Adam K., you got smoking stories. Smoking stories. Get your learning on. Smoking stories this week for April 5th. That's the date. That's the date. All right. Houston, Texas. An argument over a woman at a cigar shop in northwest Harris County escalated to a shooting. Deputies said the Harris County Sheriff's Office said the woman's ex-husband and new boyfriend started fighting inside the serious cigar shop on Wow. This was like this was like two weeks ago. I know, Ron. Yeah. Oh, right? I gotta Serious? give him a call. Oh, yeah, Ron, Ron Messerow. Yeah. You didn't realize that when you were looking at the story? No. Yeah. Holy cow! I, I actually I saw a call. This uh, might have been last week. This happened. Wow. All right, keep going. All right. Investigator said one of the men left the store, retrieved a gun from his vehicle, and then shot the other man twice in the hand and the side. What? Holy cow. The victim was flown to Memorial Harriman Hospital in critical condition. Deputies took the shooter into custody at the scene. As of last week, Wednesday, it's still unclear whether he will face charges. Names of everyone involved were not really released, but, uh, yeah. Wow, he pulled a tremble. <laughs> Next story. All right. Great photography. What transformed Yusef Karsh from a journeyman photographer into a star was a chance opportunity in December 1941 to photograph Winston Churchill. Who? Do you know who Winston Churchill is, Lady M? Winston Churchill. Yes. Yes, I do. Tell us, does this see this nope. northward, nope. This northward nope. education? Nope, not giving you that. Not giving you that. Don't know who he is, really. I don't know who he is. Can you tell me what he looks like? Don't know what he looks like. Winston Churchill, really? Just don't know. Just don't know. Can't even... Bald guy, right? Bald guy. Oh, we'll give you that. Nice Bald job. guy. Mm-hmm. Bald. Okay, well, back to Winston Churchill. All right, anyway, Winston Churchill, who I'm was on a brief visit to higher. Ottawa, which is in Canada, for those of you who <laughs> don't know, where Karsh was li- then living. As Karsh was setting up his equipment in a room in the Canadian Parliament, Churchill was let in, grumbling. Why was I not told of this, he growled, lighting a cigar and offering Karsh two minutes and no more to take his picture. Karsh was, a, Karsh was in a blind. Such an uncooperative subject was unlikely to produce a stellar photograph. What would he do? Without warning, he pers- politely but decisively plucked the smoldering cigar from Churchill's lips. Forgive me, sir, he said, releasing the shutter on his camera and immortalizing Churchill's scowl and determination. 
looking at the picture now and knowing the story behind the expression matched the widespread f- uh, you can imagine Churchill slightly petulant deprived of his dummy but at the time the expression matched the widespread feeling about the British leader leader pugnaciously leading a brave nation against all an all-conquering foe the picture sold to life magazine for a hundred dollars became the most reproduced portrait in the history of photography and that would be that one that would be that one yes that's the picture they're talking about uh, she actually posts that on our KMA page. Karsh researched his subjects as extensively as possible, reading biographies and conducting interviews, but while Karsh quit, uh, quite often captured, as he said, the essential element that has made them great, he professed not to understand how the magic worked. And I am not going to make inquiries. And there you go. That's how the famous Winston Churchill picture was taken. I'm still shocked about Ron Lissero in his shop, man. I can't believe there's a shootout in his shop. call him. I will. I'm going to call him after the show. You know, Uh, it's just insane. Well, I mean, I think every shop's got that one customer you always say, yeah, that guy's going to come in with a gun one day, but that actually happened. Uh, apparently, and it's over a woman, as many great arguments and shootouts are. Why? So not worth shooting anybody over. (laughs) I I, I know. She must have been really worth it. That or somebody just offended someone else in the inappropriate way or said she wasn't worth it or something. All right. That being said, we're going to do an edition of Quick Hits. Fast. 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 Last night, I cut the light off my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. Quick Hits. Quick Hits. Quick. 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 All right. This edition of Quick Hits will feature Adam K. and Lady M., going to read a list of words, and you just tell us the first word that comes to your mind. Adam, the first word. Last time we played this, you were delayed, like, 30 seconds. Well, I'm seconds. trying, I, I like to give you the, the chance, and I'm trying not to over-talk over you, so oh, okay. if you speak, then I will speak. All right. This is how radio usually works, okay. so you don't talk over people. Okay. It's good radio etiquette. Are we ready? I'm yes. ready. Here we go. He. De Niro. LeBron. LeBron James? You say LeBron? LeBron. Oh, Miami Heat. Got it. Mm. Stogie. Cigar. Hairnet. Ew. Cafeteria. (laughs) Publix. Mustache. Facial hair. Sexy? Really? Pete Johnson. I like like mustaches. Like the big handlebar mustache? I don't. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not. The Raleigh fingers? No. Everyone's doing that now. They twist it out like Winston Churchill's. He didn't have Winston <laughs> Churchill's. He twisted a mustache uh, like Winston Churchill's. Oh, the shop box got me boring right now. Oh, my. All right, Crypt. Tonight. Gun. Jazz. Fast. Play. Gorilla. Warfare. Balls. Okay. Bodega. Drive. Uh, tiny little place. Uh, yeah. Muffin uh, top. Ew. Diet. I heard soccer. I'm looking at the soccer screen. Jazz hands. Fancy. Cheerleaders. Strippers. Pole. Dancing. Hip hop. Pop, lock, and drop. Yeah, dance. Spring. Roll. Boing. <laughs> Slip and slide. What? Yellow. Lady M. Yay. Oh, boy. Rap <laughs> dance. Adam needs one. $25. <laughs> Single. Adam. Dollars, bills. <laughs> Adam K. Single. Dollar bills. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there's an edition of Quick Hits. 
uh, Kiss My Ash Radio. Up ahead, it's been a while. I think he's finally recovered from the great smoke and uh, all the turmoil and medications have got him calmed down from being exposed to all that people. But we'll have John D. for another edition of Cigar Showdown right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shells, but undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. You gotta fix your pants for that. <laughs> I do. The, the butt affects the vocal cords, you know. Yeah, the, thank the, you, Abe. <laughs> Very nice of you. This is Gianni Garcia of My Father's Cigar, and kids don't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoke-in locations. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of belief. Honest Abe here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady 
And what are you doing? What do you got any plans after the show? Actually, yes, I am working for my girlfriend up at the Seafood Festival in Abacoa. Oh, really? Yep, all weekend, so I'll really? be there. What are you doing? Uh, she owns a clothing line up Avid, and she has a big trailer, and we sell all of her products. Really? Yep. Should be interesting. Yep. Yeah, there's a cigar shop right around the corner there. There is. Yeah, what Churchill's. <laughs> Winston's store? It's funny, but it is Churchill's, actually. Is it? Yeah, it's called Churchill's. Okay. Maybe I'll go in and get a lesson on Winston. <laughs> Uh, Wikipedia might be a better answer for that. You know what? I don't need it because I already know who he is. Okay, moving on. John D13. Hey. Back, recovered. Yes. Uh, we talked about the green smoke. You've been on since yeah. then. That's yeah, right. Yes. Uh, we had a nice function uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, I saw you. We had a little cigar outing. Uh, it was a fundraiser. It was a political fundraiser, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, my wife's running for school board, and really? uh, you know how I love crowds. So yes. Like, so, uh, so this is the whole crowd. Like everybody's in this uh, kids' place. You know, uh, like a jungle gym, indoor jungle gym and stuff. Okay. About a hundred yards away, he set up like a little corner tent, like chairs and cigars and ashtrays. <laughs> Like away from everybody, hmm. but your wife's running for politics. Yeah, she's running for school board. Very so, cool. Is this yeah. your first venture into the political universe? Uh, yes, it is. Just curious, what motivated her to jump on board? Obviously, probably unhappy with the current regime. Well, she, you know, it's you know the school board that she all be about the kids and stuff, and and it's just too much in administration. All the money's going places other than you know getting the kids ready for either college or real life so uh, she's decided that uh, she can do a good job of maybe getting some policy and getting things moving on the right track and they have the election this november uh it's august august, august a little bit earlier yeah, yeah. well we wish her the Thank best you. of luck you know I, I'm actually, can we vote well i can i'm in her district actually oh okay. yeah so it's actually pretty cool so well uh, yeah we do wish her the best of luck is with three little kids and a fourth on the way yeah uh that's my wife's worried a lot about that. I mean, yeah, she, she should be. She goes through a lot. I mean, uh, my kids right now go to a private ideal school, but right. Petra just got accepted to the gifted program. Awesome. We thought she was going to be at Binks, but now they started a new. Um, well, I guess the gifted program here in Florida is run by the state. Yes. So yes. what they do is they go to a regular public school and have their own little division run there. Uh-huh. And but now instead of Binks, they're just this year starting at Panther Run. Which now my wife was freaking out about, and I said, "Look, they'll be all right. You know, go." Is that a it. public school? They're all they're yeah. all public schools. Okay. The, the gifted program is run by the state. But what they do is they go to an area and they say, "Okay, well, we're going to put our gifted program in this public school right, for all these where, kids, right? And then at this public school for all these kids." Well, I guess Wellington is getting enough that now they wanted to put it in two schools in Wellington. So. Now it's going to be the first year offered at Binks and Panther Run, right? And we're closer to Panther Run, so you know my wife was all into it. And I try to tell her, don't stress it out; they'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be all. They'll be all right. Well, I, I just look forward to the day when John's the first husband of the Wellington School Board. Yes, we'll call him the first husband. That'd be great. His name will change. All right. Well, back to what our listeners want to know. We gave you two cigars before the show. Yes, you did. To smoke for your cigar showdown. Uh, why don't you start off by telling us about your experience smoking cigar number one? Cigar number one, and, and both of these are uh, are great smoke cigars. Uh-huh. So uh, it's you know and, and absolutely to both of these today were Toros, both uh, Maduros, six by fifty two. Number one, nice smooth wrapper, very dark Maduro. Uh, use a Zycar V cut on it to, to let it open up a little bit. Uh, good pre-light draw. Good. Do you find the cut affects your smoke? It does. It does. You really believe that? I, I, I do because it, 
depending on what you, how you cut it or how you open it up, you get more flavor right off the bat with the cigar. So, I mean, I, I prefer a V-cut myself. Really? Uh, every once in a while, I'll do a punch. I, I hardly ever do a straight cut anymore. Really? Yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of the punch, only for the fact that unless you have a really good one, yeah. the Zykar punch right. is really sharp, it'll tend to crack the cap more often than actually put a hole in the cigar. You've got to be careful. And like I said, you've got to have a sharp. You've got to have yeah. a sharp. If you have just a run-of-the-mill knockoff, it's, it, you're right. It's going to crack the cap, yeah. and all of a sudden you, you might as well have just done a full cut because now you're going to mess with the wrapper falling off. you got to you know, tobacco out of your yeah. mouth, throw it in the ashtray. So, so yeah. I, I've always liked the V-cut, didn't mind. The nice part about a punch or a V-cut is if you do it right, it'll generally, you'll never have a wrapper start to unravel. Yep. It, but if you cut your cigar wrong with a guillotine cutter, yeah. that's when you have a lot of unra- unraveling problems. But yeah. I'm a biter. I've always been a biter. I, I'll just bite my end. You know, I, I'll do that, too. If it, it, and it, you know, some people look at you like you're, oh, you, you're so uncouth. But you know what? It's it's however you like it. And sometimes, you you know, you do it what you do it long enough, you can make a pretty good cut with your teeth. I, I could take the cap right off yep. with no tobacco. Yep. Yep. So anyway, sorry to interrupt. That's so all you, right. You V cut the first cigar. Yeah, it's uh you know pre pre light draw was was really good. Good good Nicaraguan type flavors coming through the cigar. Uh, first puff or two is really good. A lot of smoke, good volume of smoke, uh, just the way I like it. Some spice. I didn't get as much spice as I thought I was going to get based on the pre light draw, but there was some spice in the cigar. Uh, nice medium gray ash. Uh, had to touch it up once, but other than that, it was a nice razor sharp burn the whole way through. Uh, it went from medium to maybe medium plus a little bit. I, would, I wouldn't go past medium plus. So definitely not full body. Definitely not even on the lower spectrum of full body, but a really good cigar. I mean, I really liked it. The burn was good. Uh, I've, I think I've probably smoked this before. It was really good pl- flavor profile. For Did me. you get some uh, cherry soda and some? Uh, no, there was no cherry. There was do, no buttered steak. There was no whipped cream. No. Do you tell no. us about your most recent tea. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I look at bloggers, and, and, and I'm almost becoming like the anti-blogger now because <laughs> some of these guys, they're, they're just doing stuff and they're saying stuff just to get people to read their blog, and which is fine. But when you have, ch- you know, cherry syrup, you know, <laughs> chocolate syrup. Honey in a cigar, you know, unless you're smoking one of these flavored cigars, what are you doing, dude? I don't know where. I I, don't, I never get that. He out must either. have had dessert for breakfast this morning. Well, what do you What are you drinking while you're smoking this? Are you drinking a you know a soda? I mean a cherry Shirley soda, Temple. Milk, yeah, Shirley Temple. I mean it's it's ridiculous sometimes. But you know, to each his own. Each his own. Cigar number two. Cigar number two. Also a Toro. Also a Maduro. Uh, same V cut with a Zycar on it. This one had a little more pepper uh, in the pre-light draw. Little more Nicaraguan type flavors in it. Uh, once again, the the initial draw after lighting it wasn't as peppery as I thought it was going to be. Also, the volume of smoke wasn't quite there in the first third. Although it did open up as I went through, it opened up and started getting a really good volume of smoke. The ash on this one was a little bit lighter than number one. Once again, though, really good flavor profile. Um, you could you could taste the Nick tobacco in it. You could. You know, the wrapper the gave it a nice little, I won't, I won't call it sweetness, but it kind of balanced out the little pepper of the Nicaraguan in it. Once again, a, a really good, good cigar. So, you know, both these cigars from the Great Smoke, and both of them are Toros, and, and both of them, I think I've smoked before. I'm not 100% sure, but both of them are really good cigars. So if you had to rate number one and number two, who wins the Cigar Showdown? You know, I'm probably going to go with... with uh, Number two. Wow, he actually looked a little anguished about that. I, know. Well, it was, I mean, it was really close. It really wow. was. It was a close. It was a close call. 
number two had just a little more flavor than number one, so I'd probably have to go with number two if I had to make a choice. All right. Can I get a drum roll, please, Colin, the results? Uh, they're written down in the form because I forgot what num- I forgot which one was which. I told I told Emily what it was and had to write it down. And we don't have it here. This is brilliant. <laughs> Lovely stuff. That's why I told her to write it in the outline. <laughs> One of them was an undercrown Toro. I thought I thought the first one was undercrown. The yeah. second one, I, it, it kind of tasted like a uh, um, AJ Fernandez, but I wasn't 100 yeah, percent no, sure. It, yes, it's a Pinot Lero. Pinot Lero. Wow, how's that? Pinot Maduro Toro. The undercrown, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, of the old Liga Provada number nine, Did but we, it's, it's not it's not the same. It's not the same as the number nine, but it has God. that. It has that. Wow, how's that? He pinned it. Now he, he, he pinned it? He, he even said the company. And now, for those of those who are listening who wonder why we chose John D. Yeah. For our cigar showdown, that just summed it up. Number two, the Pinolero Maduro Toro edged out number one. Not by much. Not by much. Not by much, but edged out number one in the cigar showdown. Great job. Great reviews. Yeah. Pinolero Maduro, Undercrown Toro. Two cigars you both enjoyed. Peanut and I just hit it a little bit better for you. Know, you know, and the funny thing is, you know, a year and a half ago, I wouldn't have smoked either one of these cigars. But, you know, la- last year, you know, I did a little thing. I'm going to smoke 50 different cigars. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the A.J. Fernandez was, was one that I got in an event at Smoke in Wellington. And I said, you know what? I'm going to keep trying new stuff. And, and I really liked it. I mean, I didn't buy a box of them, but I bought, you know, five or ten sticks and still have a couple in my locker. But... That was one of the things in doing this. I've, I've kind of had to branch out, unfortunately. I think it's been a good overall experience for you. It, it, it's given me a little bit more perspective on on what's out there yeah. and, and, and not just having my head buried I, in the sand. I've known John D for 18 years, and I swear he smoked two cigars. That's it. You know, he he were huge. I mean, at one point, I could easily say the world's biggest collector of 858 Sungros. I mean, he must have had over 100 boxes. Yeah, I had point. a bunch. Yeah. And this, this was a cigar. They only released like two or four boxes a year yeah. to every retailer. So he had a bunch of that, or he had another one. But he really didn't diversify. You know, spoke mostly, you know, you know, I, you know, island south of Miami cigars. But didn't really diversify much to stuff here yeah. in the state. So he really has broadened horizon. We're glad to have you part of the show. Doing a great job. As Thank always, John D, Thanks. 13, Cigar Showdown. Very well done. Up ahead in our closing segment, we got some ass shows of the week. We'll talk about another event, and uh, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar, This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Casa Fernandez has done it again. Following the breakout success of the JFR 770, Eduardo Fernandez has transformed the way you look at the everyday cigar. At 4.5 inches and a 46 ring gauge, the JFR Junior has taken all the flavor of a Nicaraguan Puro at an incredible value and balanced it perfectly into an enjoyable everyday Corona. Made exclusively at the Casa Fernandez Nicaraguan Esteli factory, the JFR Junior will be sure to please the palate of even the most staunch aficionado. Don't wait. 
Make sure to pick up the Casa Fernandez JFR Jr. at your local tobacconist today. Hi, I'm Petra the Babna. My dad's the Cigar King, which makes me the Cigar Princess. And you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Honest Abe here, and I want to tell you about the coolest cigar app that you could download for free. It's called Cigar Boss, and it features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me keep track of the cigars in my humidor, helps me pick out the perfect cigar that I want to smoke, and read what other real cigar smokers are saying. Cigar Boss will help you find nearby cigar shops and offer special deals only for members. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone or Android device today. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honest Abe here, Kiss My Ash Radio, broadcasting live from the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida, at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge and Bar. Sitting here with my crew, the lovely Lady M and Adam K. Adam K., what are you doing this weekend? Anything after the show? Uh, I got I got a lot of work I got to do. You're such a hard-working guy, man. Yeah, I got some work I got to get done today. No fun plans for the weekend? Uh, probably playing golf tomorrow. Are you? Yeah. With your roommate? Yep. Is, is he your caddy? Uh, I caddy more for him. Because <laughs> <laughs> the bag's taller than your roommate, pretty well, much. Well, no. Too heavy Can he actually him. get it off the ground? When he's standing oh, up. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, you lean on the you lean the golf bag. Yeah, just just for our listeners, you know, Adams, you're what, 6'4"? 6'6". 6'6". Stu's about 4'12"? I don't even know. I want to say 5 feet. He's I'll like 5'3". Man, he, without his shoes, he's probably 5 feet tall, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I think he has those he inserts. So you, you two make a cute couple when you're out together. Thanks. You know, when you go to the drinking fountain, do you pick him up? You lift him so you can get a drink? <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> but if he needed that, would you do it for he him? He would. No. No, oh, Adam on. would get down on his knees and let him jump on his back. And oh, is that what it is? Use him as a stepping stool. <laughs> wow. All right, so listen, for our local listeners, if you're hockey fans, head down to the Panther Stadium uh, this Tuesday, April 8th, at the BB&T Center. It's almost like a tongue twister, BB&T. BB&T. Yeah, BB&T Center. Um, April 8th, uh, Panthers versus Emily, Lady M's, Philadelphia Flyers. Woo. There'll be a pregame Espinosa smoke event from 6 to 7.30 while you're waiting for the game. Go to Duffy Sky Club, and you can have uh, meet Eric Espinosa from Espinosa Premium Cigars. Grab some cigars. Um, it's $85. You get a Stuffy Sky Club ticket. You get unlimited food, beer, wine, and soda, and a five-pack sample from Espinosa Cigars. Really can't beat it. So if you and want, a hockey game. And the hockey game. Is yes. smoke in the arena? No. Oh. They have a, the, 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 there's an outside area. Oh, so okay. 6 to 7.30, you could smoke, oh, okay. eat, have cocktails. I was getting excited for it. Yeah, <laughs> I was almost going to go. I tell you what, when, uh, you know, 
Steve Bouchotti, great uh, customer of uh, Smoke Inn, when he invited us up to his owner's skybox, yeah. we got smoked watching a football Did game. Did you really? Now, he's got a whole smoking... His skybox is like five skyboxes long. I mean, really, there's like different sections. And the last one's his smoking lounge. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, and he's got like eight TVs up on the wall and humidor. And you can, you'll can you sit there and you can sit right up on the glass and actually smoke and watch. That's, That's nice. Awesome. Yeah, it was a very cool experience. Great guy, really. I mean, here's a guy who we ran into one year. It's a great smoke. He actually came down. Uh, I don't get to see him that much because I'm really seldom at the store that he, he you know, patronizes. But he came to Great Smoke Talk. He's like, you know, you got to come up for a game one year or whatever. I said, oh, yeah, of course, great. You know, you figure you meet people who say that stuff. You never hear from them again. His secretary called our manager at the store and says, hey, here are some dates that Mr. Bushai would like you to come up and watch the game. Which ones are you available? And we went up there. and It was great. Yeah. You know, about, uh, I guess about eight years ago, for the Marlins moved, I, went, I was down in Miami, so I went to an afternoon game. There's probably 75 people in the stadium, right? So I go in. I go to the very top, as far as you can go up, light a cigar. I mean, there's nobody within 1,000 feet of me. The usher walks up there. Oh, wow. Sir, you have to put that out. Wow. Oh, okay. I never went back. You were bothering the seagulls. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> yeah. I actually sent you that picture you posted on Facebook of uh, me and us. And for those listeners who don't know, uh, Steve Bushotti was the youngest owner in NFL history. Uh, owner of the Baltimore Ravens, so uh, two-time Super Bowl champions. Two-time Super Bowl champions. We're very happy for him because uh, that course equation is like you know, team Ravens uh, in that store. So, yeah. very cool. So we got um, the Espinosa event coming up. Uh, also, Ash Hole of the Week. We got two of them for you this week, so we're gonna keep it interesting. First one, Mohammed Musa. Yes, Mohammed Musa is facing accusations of threatening police. He was interfering in state affairs in one of the most bizarre court cases ever. This is a true story. Okay. Mohammed, Mohammed Musa is nine months old. What? Yep. Mm-hmm. He was one of more of one of more than thirty people who are facing charges for throwing rocks at a gas company's officials uh, in a working class Pakistani neighborhood. They were doing a little protest over, I guess. The nine-month-old grabbed a rock and threw it. <laughs> the video by World News TV shows the bewildered baby, I want you to picture this, being fingerprinted while holding a bottle of milk in his other hand and being carried into court by his grandfather. It was even alleged that the infant had pelted stones at a police party making the raid, according to Nation's website. Reports suggest that the boy has now been ba- out on bail until April 12th. <laughs> And the chief minister of the Punjab province has intervened and called for an inquiry. Inspector K- Kashif Muhammahama was, I think I put one Hama extra. You put extra Muhammad. I put an extra Hama in the Hama. Muhammahama was the inspector who allegedly arrested the nine-month-old baby. And I'm telling you something. For that, you are officially Campy's asshole of the week. And second asshole of the week, none other than a politician. Shocked. Shocked. Dun, dun, dun. Jim Morgan, Representative Jim Morgan, you know, nice suit in this picture. Look at that tie. How much do you think that tie costs? Uh, it's probably $150. Yeah, it's like, Minimum. Uh, probably like a baroni tie, like Minimum. a couple hundred. Mr. Moran says that members of Congress who make $174,000 a year is not enough. More than that. It's just not enough. I think the American people should know that members of Congress are underpaid. Really? Really? Should find a different career then. 
do something more productive. Don't you have a salary before you run for office? Let me tell you something. If they paid on performance, they should get nothing. So uh, a Democrat, of course, of Virginia, says, I understand that it's widely felt that they underperform. No kidding. He even admitted himself. (laughs) But the fact is that a board of directors for the largest economic, we are the board of directors for the largest economic entity in the world. And how many trillions of dollars are they in debt? Moran says the congressional salary isn't enough for some lawmakers who have to pay for housing in Washington and in their home district. He knows. Well, you know what? Then I tell you what you should do. You should go find a little lot and build a bunkhouse. And this is where you all stay when you come to Washington. exactly. You know, listen, here's the problem. These people want to be anything but logical or smart. They want the most expensive, most retarded, most stupidest, most longest path possible to achieve nothing. And this is the problem with politics. So um, the congressman who he's retiring at the end of his term wants to introduce an amendment to the spending bill that funds the legislative advance that will give lawmakers per diems and a pay increase. So for you, Jim Moran, you unproductive, underperforming gentleman, <laughs> Democrat from Virginia, you are our asshole number two of the week. Wow. I really don't get the politics and politicians, man. I really don't. And, you know, look, like you said, I, I always thought growing up, I would have liked to have been a teacher. I thought, man, it'd be cool guiding, molding children three months off in the summer. Who can live on that salary? Yeah. So guess what? I didn't become a teacher. You know, so I just find that really odd. Really could. And, you know, let's not count all the wonderful benefits they get. And freebies they get, and all the other stuff they yep. make as congressmen. No, we won't. How many times have they eaten at Morton's recently for free? <laughs> Roots Christ. Why Europe? Exactly. So, that being said, we had two Astros a week. Great show. John, who we got on the show next week? Oh, that, we're figuring it out still. Oh. <laughs> who left us hanging? There, oh, Glenn Case? No. There is. There, there he is, wouldn't do that there again. Is, there's reasonable. Yeah. There is. There is. He wouldn't do that again. No, he. It's it's on the last time he did it. I put. I, I, we have to find that post. That was the most fun. I woke up. And I'm on vacation. I wake up and everybody's like, "Dude, you have to see what Abe's putting out." I started a thing. It was pretty pretty funny actually. It was Glenn Glenn Casey who was scheduled to be on our show. This is going back at least what two years ago, a yeah. year and a half mm-hmm. ago. Anyways, sends me an email Thursday night saying. My staff made a mistake. They scheduled me by the show, but I'm going to be in the TAA. I can't be there. So I get this email at 11.30 at night. So at 2 in the morning, I make a post. What was it? The top five reasons why Clem Case couldn't make Kiss My Ash Radio? It was like the top ten. Yeah. Or the, the scheduling mix-up. and You know, <laughs> I said, I said he, he, he was up late on... Was it was heritage.com or ancestry.com to try sign some language to Nicaraguan <laughs> relatives who would stop calling him the Great White Gringo in Nicaragua? Uh, it was a but we gotta find that. It's, it's, the, on, it's on Twitter, I think. It might be. It's on probably our, in the Twitter archives. Or it's probably on the the KMA uh, page somewhere. Way Facebook down there. page. Yeah. Or, or, or one of them was they were up all they were they've been they're far too busy shredding pieces of tobacco to put in the oh. boxes. Yeah. They used to pack all their boxes and shred tobacco, so I said they are up all night trading tobacco leaves and pack their boxes. <laughs> or they, <laughs> and they were going to the TAA, so I said they were up all night looking for their post-it for their client list. For the TAA. <laughs> oh I was a little, I was a little rude, but Glenn Case, as a good man he is in good spirits, took it in stride and fun. But what happened was it started an avalanche. 
<laughs> people from all over the country started making up their reasons why he couldn't make it to AA. They were Twittering it and Facebooking it all day long. So uh, we'll figure out who we got on the show next week. Big thanks to Willie Herrera once again. Very interesting segment. Thanks for coming out and doing the show. We really appreciate it. And for those of you who are continuing their juice challenge, or some of you who are just starting up, stick with it. Day one, two, and three is brutal. Well, day four, you start doing car wheels. Did you start? Heck no. You were supposed to. You said you were going to do 10 days. You committed, you committed on the air and said you were going to start. A I juice lied. Challenge. You can do it. 10 days. 10 days. Five days. I, I don't want to mess up what I'm doing now. What is that? What you're doing now is not working for yes, you. Yes, it is, dude. 50 pounds. What really? do you want? Yeah, what do you want? Where did you lose 50 pounds? Mostly in my butt. <laughs> well, that would be the reason why. I never looked there. I would never notice. You've lost really 50 pounds? Yeah. Over what stretch of period? Six and a half months. Yeah, so it's been slow. That's yeah. why I really didn't notice yeah. it's been a slow progressive. Yeah. That's how much more? How much more you got to go? 20. I'm in an XL now, so... Uh, well, wouldn't you like to do that in one week? Dude, I can't give up Diet Coke. Drink the Diet Coke. It won't kill you. One week. Would you rather stretch out for another four months or just do it one week? I can tell you, but yeah, you know but I won't I'm, do it. I'm going to tell you, you know, To maintain it, to keep it off. There's you other know. phenomenal effects of it. It's not just a weight loss. I'm just telling you. Feel great. Sleep Internal better. cleanse. Genetics out there shocking. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. There's a lot of side effects. You're just really good. So I urge you to consider it. Enjoy the KMA crew and fans of doing your juice fast. Uh, for all our listeners out there, thank you for joining us. For another episode of Kiss My Ass Radio, we hope you uh, were entertained and educated these last two hours. Uh, please join us next week as we'll find out who will be on the show eventually. Winston Churchill. <laughs> Winston Churchill. I tell you what, if you can get him on the show, I'm I'll give dead, you 500 up. <laughs> she he's knows dead. he's dead. <laughs> Inside story there. One time she got it. This we're, time. We're, yeah, we're away. Catalog, and there was a picture of Zeno Davidoff, and it said Davidoff. She said, why don't you get him on the show? I said, listen. If you can get him on the show, I'll give you a $200 bonus. So make it five, you got a deal. Done! Get him on the show. The guy's been dead for 15 years. And I actually called We give her a toll-free number to the Davidoff Retail Store in New York. <laughs> she calls him. We got an audio of this. She calls the guy. Yeah, hi. Now, this is Emily from Kiss My Instagram. Can I please talk to uh, Zeno? Clark doesn't know what to say. He's like, uh, uh, you mean Lino? Uh, uh, no, Zeno. Zeno Davidoff? Uh, my name is Lino. Are you looking for me? She goes, no, Zeno. Zeno he's like, Zeno Davidoff? She's like, yeah. Uh, he's been dead for 15 years. <laughs> and she's like, oh. And this is her response, ready? Oh. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> it's probably one of the funniest calls. And they recorded the call. Meanwhile, there's about eight of us in the store. We are on the floor. We're, we're just <laughs> laughing. So... Anyways, folks, once again, uh, life is short. Never be afraid to express how you feel, because if you don't like it, just come to kiss your ass. Be merciless. Spare no cigars. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out. <laughs>